1976 with Philip Simons. In this episode, Philip Simons remembers the first movie based on Stephen King's first novel, Carrie. He also discusses whether or not Carrie is as frightening as we all remember. Well, other than that one scene where Travolta's character does that thing to that pig, he also discusses whether the movie needed to have all that fanning in it. So be sure you have your cleanest sanitary napkins on hand as we enter the locker room for this one. So I am here. You asked for it. You got it. But <laughs> I may be talking to you, Philip, when I say that. I don't know. For the two people listening, they oh, asked for it as well. Asked, I got it. Yes, thank you. Yes, you did. And I am here with, I might as well say it because I say it for everybody else just about, the one and the only, Philip Simons. And go me. I got the pronunciation of his last name right in the first try. Uh, look him up, folks. He spells Simons with a Y. What is that? But... We won't go into that right now, Philip. We will, however, go into, how's that for a segue, the movie you wanted to cover at the 2014 Spooky Flicks Fest. Thank you very much. What is the movie you wanted to cover, my friend? It's Carrie, 1976. Well, that's a good year. That, that's the year I was born. <laughs> An amusing year. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> Carrie 2002 and Carrie 2013. So, um, yeah, I had, I had plans to watch a trilogy, but... No. You just couldn't uh, bring yourself to witness the horror that was the Carrie trilogy. Horror. That's right. Yeah. So when did you first see Carrie? I think it was about it was over 10 years ago. I think it was on, I was going through a space of just watching, you know, big uh, films at night, whatever was going really. Um, and I saw it at night and, and I'm not really a horror guy that much, but I, I knew it was a, a classic. So I watched it and, and it was actually, it, I mean, okay, we're going, you know, let's let's go mad. We're going into spoiler territory. Um, I managed to watch the film, and I remember the bit at the end uh, where, you know, there's the grave and the hand comes out, mm-hmm. and I jumped. There's only ever two films that have made me jump. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, a bit of a tough guy, you know. Uh, there's there's this, there's Carrie, um, because I, I nearly shit myself. You know, that, that really surprised me. I was not expecting it. Was the other one the English patient? <laughs> You've got a thing for that. I haven't seen. Is that got? Is that Juliet Binoche? Is she? Yep, in that? she's in it, and uh, and our buddy and our buddy Ray Fiennes. Like I know him. I mean, a great, great actor. Yeah, 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 it's great. Except that I hated it. I'll I'll get around to watch. I think the wife probably likes it. She likes a lot of these good films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Jason. air quotes good films. Well, as, you know, as Jason says, he never lets the story get in the way of a good film. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I live by the, the same rule. Uh, no, the other film was, um, you know, uh, Requiem for a Dream, uh, Darren Aronofsky. I do know it. I have never sat through it. I've heard many a story, though. Well, there's another b- bit with an arm. Um, his arm goes monkey, and he just... And so, yeah, so it's, it's up there with this really upper echelon of, of films that have made me you know, sort of jump back, whatever. And um, so, yeah, and, I, and from then on, I've not seen it since, and I just thought, you know, when people ask about it, oh, yeah, classic carry, oh, yeah, yeah, you get it watched. So, um, you know, when this you know, when this came around and you asked me to watch it, uh, you know, you know, pick a film. So uh, just in the week, 
uh, me and the wife, we watched Carrie, and the pair of us, oh, she'd never seen it before, and she she knows it's a classic, but yeah, we got, we watched it, and it was just, I think it was a bit slow, I think it's dated, I mean, have you seen it recently? I haven't seen it in a very, very long time, like to the point where I remember Sissy Spacek's in it. <laughs> yes, title. I remember something about menstruating at the beginning. Yes, that's right. I remember the scene at the end that you're referring to. Yes. I remember pig's blood at a prom, courtesy of the greatest American hero. John Travolta. No, William Cat. <laughs> Isn't he in this? Isn't William Cat in this? Oh, Was it? Well, oh, now I feel like an ass if he's not. Hold on. Keep not yakking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check Imdaba. Well, yeah, they, they do get the pig's blood from the... It's a very uh, beautifully decorated pig farm. Um, they they go along and John John Travolta goes acts happy on a pig. Um, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's I mean I don't know if this William Cat guy's I'm not sure, but it's John Travolta. I think they go along to the pig farm with this guy and he chickens out from doing it. So John Travolta says, "Oh, give it here." And um, yeah, it's not too graphic. In fact, it's not graphic at all. You just see off camera. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they wimped out. No, yeah, William Cat played Tommy Ross. I think he's actually oh, isn't Tommy he? Ross, God, yeah. Is he like, the one that takes her to the prom and is yes, feels bad yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Turns out, turns out they get along. Isn't it nice when we can all be friends and whatever? But no, the the rest of the car, Officer Lewis from RoboCop, she's bad, and um, and John Travolta, yeah, Nancy but, Allen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all. Yeah, it, it all goes a bit rubbish. I mean, it starts off. It's just. Well, actually, I mean, if you remember at the start, she you know she has a period. She's in the showers. It's just like the most gratuitous. Just it's you know tits and fanny slow mo. <laughs> just. I haven't yeah. heard the word fanny in so long. That's awesome. Oh, I love well, that. Well, we, that's that's what we call a, a front bottom. Yeah, I think in America it's it's the backside, isn't it? Oh, it, oh, oh, that's what you call the front bottom. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yeah, no, that's actually what we call an ass. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. No. It's it's you know bush and everything. It's, oh, it's, hello. That's right. I forgot that because because Brian De Palma directed this. Is he the Godfather? Is he the? That's Coppola. Yeah. No, De Palma. De Palma is the guy who's got a major case of. Uh, uh, Hitchcock envy. <laughs> See what I did there? Hitchcock envy. Yeah, he, he all of his movies feel like Hitchcock. We'll be we'll be uh, PC about it. And say homages. Yeah, he did movies like Body Double. Uh, he did Snake Eyes. I'm like brain farting on everything. He did Blowout. I'm like I'm leaving out all the big ones, and I'm only going to the most obscure. <laughs> Paul Mike stuff. Uh, Untouchables was probably one of his biggest. Uh, right. That's a guy. Yeah, honestly, the, the amount of films that I haven't seen is criminal. The big films that I haven't seen is criminal. And then I've watched, you know, Two Headed Shark Attack. You and Jason. Oh, honestly, it drives, drives my wife up the wall the stuff that I will watch and the stuff <laughs> that I won't. <laughs> oh, honey, look, Apocalypse Now is on. Oh, sorry, honey, Sharknado 2 is on. <laughs> and that's taking precedent. <laughs> That's it. Hey, you know, she's she sat through the first Sharknado. Um, so, you know, you, you got to give credit where it's due. I will say, what I remember of Carrie, I remember liking it. I don't remember hating it, but I also don't remember it being particularly one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations as movies go. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, I mean, I've seen, I have seen a few of the Stephen King films. Um, run it, well, in fact, The Running Man. Do you know, in fact, I've read the book. I've not even seen the film all the way through. I've read the book. Um, 
What else has he done? Misery. I mean, it's a classic. Well, you you've talked about Misery recently on the show. Mm. That's yeah, that's a great one. What's what's that one with the big rat in it? Was that the Graveyard Shift? The night? What's it called? The Graveyard. Oh, yeah. yeah, Graveyard Shift that's came out it. around ninety one, ninety two, somewhere in there. I I didn't watch it then. Uh, I watched it on. Uh, I did. <laughs> uh, but this one it just uh, well it's 1976 it's of the time you know it's uh, you don't have to rely on the pace and things like you know the connoisseurs demand now so you know it's a lot of camera zooms they were relentless with the camera zooms there's a lot of the De Palma uh, style as I recall in the movie I mean it got more he got more and more flourishy and uh, sort of remin- trying to make a lot of his movies had a lot of Hitchcock elements to them as he went along. But I think the other thing, you said you didn't see the remake at all, right? No, no, I've not touched it yet. I haven't either. But one thing I am, I am interested in is that Sissy Spacek, who I think is a fantastic actress. I buy her as Carrie. She's that plain. She's not, it's funny. She's not really ugly. She's just oddly plain and, and just very, uh, I don't even know what you almost like what I imagine a woman like whenever you see the the what are those called the uh, not lithographs the you know like the tin type the old style pictures from the the old west that are from like the 1880s those really old <laughs> photographs and the women are just very serious looking everybody's got that you know that look like yes we had 18 kids because most of them wouldn't make it past three that kind of face and yes. Carrie Carrie I mean Carrie Sissy Spacek looked more of that time to me. Mm. Chloe was Chloe Moretz, right? Isn't that the one who did it? Yeah. She's very cute, and I don't really buy her as the outcast. No, no, it's um, yeah, they've yeah, they've gone for a cute girl there. And they, I I couldn't tell you the one is in that two thousand and two movie. Was that the rage? Was was that one the rage of the two thousand two? The rage is uh, I think I checked nineteen ninety nine. Okay, I remember seeing part of that one. What was that like? Like I said, Chloe. I remember seeing part of that one. <laughs> I don't I don't think I got much further than like the first 30, 40 minutes. I was like, yeah, I got something else to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember liking it very much. I think it was a sci- was it a sci-fi movie? Like I think it went on the side. Like here in the States, we have the sci-fi. I don't know if what you guys have. You guys had a sci-fi channel over yeah, there, don't you? Yeah, it was a few years, yeah. Yeah. Did, did they change it to Siffy like they did over here? Yeah, S Y F Y. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Siffy channel. Yeah, you, know, you know, for your STD needs. <laughs> so yeah, I think the Rage Carry 2 or whatever the hell it was called, I seem to remember either seeing it on there or thinking it was, I don't know if it was a made-for-TV movie. I don't remember what the deal was with that one. But uh, no, I haven't seen the one from 2002, I think you said. That was a TV movie by the looks of things, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know about the cast in that one. But no, no the, it was well chosen. I mean, the, the, the acting, to be honest, some of the acting is actually pretty solid. The mother, uh, my wife really liked her acting. Oh, Piper Laurie, yeah, she's a great actress. What's she, what's she being in? Here's the thing. I know that she was a very accomplished stage actress. And I, off the top of my head, have nothing else to offer <laughs> in the trivia department on her. I knew I knew she was a stage actress. And now I'm cheating because I am now looking her up. Yeah, Piper Laurie. Of course, her top credit, Carrie. Well, I was going to say, in Carrie, she got one of those and credits. Oh, um, yes. She must have been known at the time, but... Uh... But no, she, her acting was solid, apart from just the bit where she goes a bit mad at the end, uh, a bit over the top. Yeah, she did a lot of TV movies. Oh, Ruby, I've actually heard of that from 1977. That's a horror flick. 
Yeah, 16 years after Ruby Claire's gangster boyfriend was shot and killed by four associates, a series of gruesome murders takes place at the drive-in movie theater she now owns. Meanwhile, the behavior of her mute daughter, Leslie, is becoming increasingly strange, and a visiting psychic claims that forces from beyond are out for revenge. Ooh. Well, that's great. So thanks, Piper. Yes, yes, so a very accomplished lady. Uh, yes, and I mean, the other acting was pretty good. There was the, uh, the teacher who's on her side. Um, you know, pretty much from the start. Sue Schnell. Is that Amy Irving? She, yeah, she's Sue, Sue uh, Snell or whatever her name is. Yeah. yeah. And she, she was married. That was one of the, um, Steve Spielberg's, one of his yeah. wives. Yep, yeah, that yeah. was his first wife. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Is she, well, she, she's, she's not very nice in this, but you know, uh, but the, you know, the, as I say, the, the acting is very, uh, it's very solid, but um, yeah, just a bit over the top with the mother at the end, but everything else I think was, was, was pretty fine um, acting wise. Although, I mean, it was one of these schools where, you know, all the, the actors are obviously in the thirties, you know, they try to do what they want, you know, <laughs> the makeup here, brush the hair there and, you know, <sighs> Well, that's how they got away with showing so much Fanny. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's well said. Actually, well said. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the word Fanny in the next Forgotten Flicks one. That we already recorded the Poltergeist one, so by the time this comes out, the next one we'll be getting ready to record is Lady in White, and I'm gonna try and drop Fanny as much. <laughs> Can never have enough Fanny, apparently. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've got a big problem with, with young actors and actresses who just can't act. Uh, so that's often why they have to wheel in the twenties and thirty-year-olds, you know, just to uh, cover things. But you know, whatever. It, it you know, it worked. Um, yeah, the, the other stuff about the film, the music was pretty good. Uh, great score, uh, original music. But there was there was a really cheesy bit. If you remember, where the teacher's got all the girls on uh, detention, so she's uh, you know drilling them hard with. You know, press ups and you know, running on the spot, um, and it goes into this really sleazy uh, synth sound. It's um, like a seventies porn soundtrack. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> definitely worth looking up on uh, on YouTube. Um, I'm just checking. I, I actually uh, scribbled down a few notes. Oh, and there's a wicked split screen as well, and I don't know how they got away with it when the girls are running on the spot in the background. Uh, the teacher. Who who who's doing so much exercise? She was actually smoking indoors. This is in the seventies when smoking indoors was not just you know allowed but encouraged. Uh, and except she's like running on the spot at the front, and they've obviously put two shots together because they're both in focus, and you can see like a really wibbly wobbly line down the middle. Um, I mean, you could probably get away with it on an old you know TV, but I've just watched it on uh, you know sort of big telly and. To, do you sell? You must say TV. Sorry, not tell. Do you say telly? We do not, but we do have listeners outside the United States. So I am totally fine with you saying telly. I saw an interview with Kirk Douglas years ago, about ten years ago, probably even fifteen years ago, and and he used the word telly because he, he was he was aware of the being in the UK. Ah, he was sucking up. <laughs> Uh, he knew what he was talking about, but yeah. So you could see on the telly just the um, you know the big blur down the middle of the screen when they tried to just mash these two things together. It it wasn't a tidy job. But was that accidental? You think, or was it because Brian De Palma was known for doing things like that? That's what makes me think. I don't remember the shot, but I wonder if that was intentional. I I don't know. It just it looked, honestly it was so fuzzy. 
it was he probably wants like say he wanted the girls in the background in focus and then the teacher I can't remember remember her name but yeah he wanted them both in focus. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is so like the te- the 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 PE teacher's like really strong in the foreground. There's like one of those uh those long depth of field shots where everybody's in focus. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So maybe they did some kind of mat or something where to get that effect and it just doesn't, it looks fuzzy now. Is that what you're saying? It, it, it hasn't, uh, you know, transferred well, you know, but uh, let him off for that. Um, but yes, it's, um, it's, you know, it's still, it was, it moved longer at seventies pace. It was just, as I say, it was just, it wasn't quite the classic I remembered. Uh, a bit of a shame, but, so you're saying it's just basically a raging case of CND for you? Raging, uh, not not quite raging, but strong, very strong, very strong. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still done well. The um, you remember what happens at the end? The house, you know, comes down. You know, all the plaster's yes. and it's done well. You know, it's um, yeah, you can't see string yanking the walls down. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it was done well, uh, but that's where. It all goes a bit mad, including uh, Piper Laurie's acting. But well, Philip, I really thank you for taking part. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. And of course, as you told me, and you're one of the few people I've actually remembered to do this for <laughs> during the episode. You said that if people are so inclined that they could check you out on Twitter. Yes, that's enough. No problem. And that's at Philip Simons, and Simons is spelled just like Simon, but with a Y. Yeah, and an S at the end as well. And an S at the end. So Philip. Simons and it's one L, right? In Philip. One L, Philip. Got it. Yeah. All right, Philip. I really appreciate it, man. No, thanks for asking me. Really, it's uh, been nice. You have a great Halloween. Thank you very much. Yes, I hope you have a, a nice spooky one as well. Thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode of the 2014 Spooky Flicks Fest, and a special thanks to Philip Simons for enduring not one. But all carry movies. Looking for more spooky fun? Why not head on over to ForgottenFlicks.com where you can sign up to receive free updates and something horrific delivered to your inbox every day in October. See you soon! ha 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 